Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Every week we take a look at life from a slightly different point of view. Usually through the eyes of guests, although sometimes I go rogue and I go solo, but not today. Today I have Kenny Weiss with me. Kenny has um, has got just amazing experience, and we're going to talk with him in just a couple of moments. But um, I want to make sure that you understand kind of the theme of business rules with me, Peter Feinstein. So, like I said, we take a look at things from a different point of view. Um, and oftentimes we take things apart and we find that it doesn't have anything to do with business. Um, it just has to do with life in general. And we find that as that happens, um, business kind of falls into uh, what we're doing. And so we take a look at the rules that we use in life, how they apply to business. And um, almost every single one of my guests is um, – I would say responsible on some level for examining the rules that they've lived by, rewriting the rules they've lived by, and uh, where they've needed to, they've either bent them or broke them in order to rewrite them. And uh, Kenny's sitting here laughing silently. He can chuckle if you can chuckle if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. I was trying to hold it back. <laughs> no, we don't need to hold it back because we're here to talk. So, you know, in, in, writing my, um, in writing my little intro piece for the show, um, and the promotional piece that goes out um, by social media and email. Um, you know, I thought to myself, it's like, okay, so, you know, Kenny's written what I would call to be a pretty cool book. Um, you, you know, you're welcome. We had, um, we had scheduled this to be a single show. And, uh, and I thought, yeah, you know, that's good. I don't know Kenny really well, but I'm, I've, you know, I've got great feedback from him from people I, I know, like, and trust. And as it turns out, we have other commonalities beyond that, which is actually really cool. And, um, and then I open up his book, um, and I think to myself, oh, there's no way that we can do this in one show. I mean, it's got to be two or three or maybe even four shows. And, um, and as, I, as, as I often say when we are starting a show, um, this is recorded live, meaning um, you're hearing me, but we're not here in person <laughs> live as we're talking to you because you're hearing it in recorded form. So I can tell you that uh, three of our shows are going to be recorded in such a way, and they will run uh, when you hear us um, 8 a.m. Pacific to 11 a.m. Eastern, depending upon where you are, and then elsewhere around the world. Um, the fourth show is going to be something that I have not ever done before, at least with this program. I've, I've been on the radio live for years and did live, and opening up a mic and talking live was, was a lot of fun. Um, but I haven't done it with business rules, and we will. We will do our fourth and final installment of, uh, of this, uh, this series um, talking about your journey uh, to success, which is Kenny's book, and uh, and there's just so much to talk about. Um, but I want to give I want to give some um, some context to it. Um, you know, my guest, uh, as I as I said, Kenny Weiss is uh, intimately familiar with that feeling of hunger for success. 
Um, he had been stuck for years, and um, and I think that part of my interest in knowing that this needed to be more than one show is that I've been stuck in very similar ways, mm-hmm. and um, and the book. Uh, resonated with me on so many levels, um, not only stuff that made me shake my head as I'm doing now here in the studio, but also made me think, gosh, I wonder if, and I thought, well, if I've got these questions to ask and I'm sitting here reading the book, I should probably just ask them of Kenny so that we can kind of go through this and, sure. and let him talk back. Um, you know, but it's, it's something where um, in being stuck, Kenny actually broke through uh, the being stuck, and um, and he's got some some really beautiful scenarios and stories, and uh, and really uh, really pithy uh, points to make about certain things that affect our lives um, on a worst case level and a best case level, yeah. and um, and it's really cool. Today's show is um, is really all about uh, breaking through the feelings that cause us to avoid creating our own success, turning off that feeling that stops us from achieving the one or more things that could make our lives better. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty bold claim. Um, But I can tell you from Kenny sitting here in front of me and knowing some of his past and my past that um, these are wholly realistic claims. Um, This is not pie in the sky stuff. This uh, This is really cool stuff. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Kenny lives as he's been inspired, and uh, that's what has impressed me and attracted me to have him as a guest because um, I'm, I'm sometime hes- sometimes hesitant uh, to have people just, you know, clear out of the blue with the book, um, but when something resonates so clearly, it's something where it's like, yeah, I mean, this makes perfect sense. So a very little bit about Kenny. Kenny Weiss is a coach, speaker, and author who is at the forefront of the personal development field. Through his own personal journey and nearly 30 years of studying about the role of emotions playing in our lives, he brings a -a one-of-a-kind skill set to the individual or the business that's looking for happiness and success personally and professionally. And um, and I, I didn't get and I didn't ask for a whole lot more from Kenny in terms of, uh, of an intro um, because it's something where, as I often do, I like putting the ball into my guest's court so that they can share firsthand with you who are listening about themselves so that you can feel comfortable with him sharing this time with you. So, Kenny, I mean, let's, you know, we, we've got the big picture. So begin filling in some of the, some of the gaps. Tell sure. us a little bit more about, about, about you. Well, um I was just sort of born with an ability to feel stuff. I always could. It was always my greatest sense. I, my mom was that way, and as I learned later, even though my dad was an engineer, he was gifted emotionally. He just never knew it. Um, and so I could walk in a room and feel and understand things. And at that age, it it, it was working against me. It was too big of a it was too big. I didn't, I didn't know. And, and let's face it, we don't teach anything about emotions other than don't have them, don't talk about them, don't deal with them. Yeah, no kidding. And as I've discovered, <laughs> um, every single choice we make is based on what we feel and not thought. And especially if you're over the age of 30, um, yeah, the biggest mistake in business is most business success processes are based on thought and action. Well, your action is based on what you feel, but they don't want to touch that. Well, if your business is failing... 
it's feeling based. It always is. And very rarely, every once in a while, it'll be, you know, some sort of structure to it. But who's running the structure? The people. Yeah. And we're not bad. We just don't have any information. And we're not taught a single thing about emotions or relationships or how to parent. I was taught plenty of, of about emotions. <laughs> I, would get, I would get upset as a kid. Yeah. And instead of my parents um, allowing me to vent or I think more appropriately, them face my anger, they would tell me a joke or something to get me to laugh completely sidetracked. Exactly. Me. That's an example. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. It's like, you know, because of my emotional abilities, I, um, I was a, uh, kind of ostracized in my family. You know, my brothers and sisters, it was just shut me down. Well, see, that's the thing. We always find a, a way to express our emotions. So I ended up playing pro hockey. I was a goalie. <laughs> well, all, and that's what I, re you know, as I talk about in the book, Everything we ever choose, we're just exercising the trauma we've been through. So yeah. the reason I picked to be a goalie was, what's a goalie do? They're completely isolated and separated from everybody, just like I experienced as a kid. Yeah, I was never allowed to get angry. Only my dad was and everyone else. So who's to blame when you get scored on? Me. It's the only place I could expel my anger. I'd take it out on myself. And plus... I would stand in front of a hard rubber disc going over 100 miles an hour. <laughs> so, there, you know, all these things we think are just random. And I thought I loved hockey. I dreamed about it as a kid. It's all I ever did. But as I realized, as I kept figuring out more and more how this worked, um, I realized very, very, and this is shocking to most people, very, 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 very few athletes play any sport that they enjoy. They're just reliving trauma. Very few people in their careers are in what they want. They're just reliving their trauma. And we just don't know. Now, it doesn't mean it's bad. It could be teaching us on our way to what we're supposed to be doing, but we don't know how to look for that. And that's part of, you know, there are many things I discuss in the book, but one of those is, is how I figured out all my careers were working against me until I found this one where now it works for me and isn't destructive. So it's, there's just a lot to it. That's, um, that's an amazing insight. And I think to myself, um, I own an advertising agency and I've been creative in that stuff. And we were talking about sure. that yeah. um, before the show. And, and I've known for a really long time that I've been a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And so my process of, of being creative is all about pleasing people. And I love doing it on a massive scale. So when I put a TV commercial out and it reaches 80 million households, I mean, it's like that is the big Italian salute, no offense intended, to my parents who, yeah. you know, who effed me up all along the way. Yeah. And by the way, you know, I've done my work and I have long since forgiven them, yeah. knowing full well. And I mean, it, it actually makes my mom and my older sister cringe when I say that I've forgiven my dad because they have not found that capacity yet. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and, and my words to them are, it's like, well, um, so... He's dead, and he can't change anything he did. And clearly, he did the best he could with what he was willing to do. So if I don't let it go, then all I'm doing is feeding myself poison and waiting for him to die. Oh, wait, he's already dead. Mm, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you just said a couple things, and this is you know kind of stuff when I teach sales training. We're not taught how to really listen because 
everything out of somebody's mouth, they're expelling an emotion. Like when you just said, you told the short story of um, whenever you got angry, your parents would make you, you know, laugh. Yeah. Well, that just, now you told me how, how you became a people pleaser. Yeah. You weren't allowed to be you. Right. You had to become something they wanted. Yep. So, and that's what I mean. Of So you, we think we're into advertising because we love it. Well, no, you were trained to it because of that trauma as a kid. Yeah. And so, and, and then, you know, that's the thing about the next thing you talked about was, you know, your dad and, and yes, no parents are to blame who taught them. Right. No, Have it, we taken a single class on parenting? I never did. I'm a nightmare. I mean, I, there's tons of stories of how bad parent I am. I'm <laughs> horrific and I know all this stuff and I'm still horrific. Well, I'm going to be horrific because of how the brain works and I won't get into that now, but, um, neural pathways and how long it takes to change and all that kind of stuff. But yep. we don't have any education. So of course we're all bad. Let, but let's accept that versus say, oh no, I know what I'm doing. Well, how could you? Right. <laughs> exactly. So acceptance is so compellingly powerful. Yeah. I mean, it's something where it's like the world opens up when I find acceptance. And then the other thing you touched on was the, the lack of forgiveness. And Really what that is, as I discovered, is when we can't forgive somebody else, we can't – the reason is we haven't forgiven ourselves. ourselves for the part we played in it. And people are like, wait a minute, but I was attacked. Well, yeah, but at some point during that day, you made a decision to be in a place there. It doesn't condone what that person did. Right. But until we accept that and forgive ourselves for, wow, I somehow got there. Yep. Um, we can't, and because we, as a culture, we celebrate and reward the victim. The reason we don't succeed there, well, there, there's a four stage process I talk about in the book, but the victimhood that we get, the power that we get from being the victim, um, is really hard to let go because we reward it heavily. And we do, we are coming up to our first break. <clears throat> And uh, when we come back from that, we're going to talk a little bit about how you were in high school. Sure. Um, some who have inspired you um, and, and uh, some other things that are more pointed in the book uh, that will allow you to just, you know, share stories. In the meantime, though, um, my suggestion is because as you're listening to this, it's probably still pretty early in the morning. You might want a cup of coffee or to get up and stretch and stand or whatever else, unless, of course, you're driving, in which case you don't want to do that. I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for anybody getting into an accident saying, he told me to. Uh, we'll be back in two minutes, so stick around. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to HPowerMarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to HPowerMarketing.com. That's HPowerMarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's HPowerMarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. 
We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest today is Kenny Weiss. Kenny is a coach and a speaker and an author. He's written uh, what I would call a pretty bitchin' book called Your Journey to Success. You. And you're very welcome. And, uh, and I don't use that in any derogatory way. It is a total compliment because when I flip page through a book and I've been reading for exactly, I don't know, like 17 seconds and I'm 22% through the book, it's not because the book is four pages. It's because time is flying and I'm really enjoying myself. So it's, uh, it's really cool. Before the break, um, we talked about um, forgiveness, and we talked about on a couple of other things, and I think I touched on the fact that uh, we were going to come back and ask Kenny to give us a little bit of insight into, uh, you know, maybe another, another time in his life. So we've heard from uh, a bunch of different segments. Um, what were you like in high school? An alcoholic. <laughs> Started young. Yeah, Damn. I, yeah, my, my sister <laughs> took me to my first high school party in between eighth and ninth grade, and I think I had 14 or 15 beers. Oh, my. Yeah, it, it just was natural. I mean, and they weren't the happy days little. No, little no, yeah, I was yeah. a kager. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get sick or anything, you know, typical alcoholic. You're just oh fine. And uh, I remember I was playing hockey, and before, you know, I was like a sophomore, and sophomores didn't start on, you know, varsity and I was starting, I was drunk the, you know, a couple hours before the game doing shots. Oh my gosh. I think I had a shutout that night too. So, or <laughs> let him one goal, I don't know, something like that. But, ah. um, 
Yeah, I was in pain. I was just in a lot of pain. Yeah. You know, my parents were 16, 18 when they were married, four kids by 21 and 23. Like, my mom was an alcoholic. She should have been a crack addict. I mean, that's just insane. To be that young and have four kids, my dad trying to build his empire, and it's just overwhelming. And all of us in sports and athletes and the costs and all of that. So our house was pure chaos. My mom at that age was, you know, she'd be sober four to six weeks and then in a literal walking coma for a week to 10 days. So we were basically alone. And my dad emotionally, it was too much for him. He couldn't connect. My dad was beat to death as a kid. He didn't hit us, but um, he couldn't Mm. connect emotionally. And so lots of anger. And so I was just hurting, really hurting, just like every high school kid, really. Yeah. High school, it's funny. Um, I've got friends from high school, and um, while I perceived them to be happy and um, and full of friendships, um, yeah. we connect today, and it's an entirely different story. And we connect on an astounding level yeah. of um, <sighs> compatibility and uh, and compassion. Yeah. And, uh, and it's an amazing thing. Uh, to be able to share that with someone who, you know, for decades, I thought they had everything handed to them and and they were, you know, unimaginably uh, gifted and whatever else. And it turns out they were just like me. The ones with the most money are the most hurt because look at, at our culture too. If you have money, you can't have a problem. They have nowhere to turn. Right. We, we expect someone who's poor to struggle. We all rescue them. We, you know, I'm not saying that's wrong. Don't, I'm not judging here. Nope, None I of understand. this is judgment. What I'm saying is we also as a society, if you succeed, we're going to gut you. Yeah. And, and if you have a problem, I don't want to hear about it. Well, that's why, you know, we live here in Arizona, Scottsdale. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, the pain level is through the roof. Because they have nowhere to turn because, you know, golden childs or whatever. I grew up in a country club life set, lifestyle too. A friend of mine, 14 years old, had his own private jet. I've, I saw it firsthand. <sighs> and the, the pain that comes along because of how people, what we equate success to as money and things like that, it's not, they've, it's not the real definition of success, even the Latin root of it. Um, but they have nowhere to turn. We won't let them get help, you know? And so I have true empathy for that because they're stuck and it's, it's both, both sides of the spectrum are hurting. So let's do this. Let's stop drowning in the deep end and let's talk about your best day ever. Um, the best day ever for me was when I found my darkness. We all are broken. We all have a darkness. We all have something inside of ourselves. We don't want to admit to ourselves. And the day I saw how absolutely manipulative, narcissistic, broken, and awful I am, I immediately was set free. Because it's what we've all denied. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to see it. And I talk about it in the book how horrific that initial realization was and how immediately I was just filled with pure peace. Because it's like, as I have a quote, 
when you learn to forgive yourself, they can't hurt you with it anymore. So someone goes to me, you're a sex addict, you're not. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. It's just, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm, and, and okay, so I've written this book. Well, you know, so I don't expect myself to be perfect. Like most people in this field, there's this, well, you, you know, people will put on, put their judgment on me of, you must have figured everything out. Well, I've figured a lot of things out. It doesn't mean I can execute it daily, but I don't have to. Man, you know what? And that's the gift. I share in meetings. Yeah. So I'm in 12-step recovery. Kenny and I know each other from this. Didn't realize it until we actually were talking yeah. here before. And it's something where I share because I have almost 18 years sober. Yeah. And, and, in, and in, the, in the fellowship, that's not as common as in some mm. other 12-step fellowships. And people... And I see it in their eyes, and I can tell by their body language, and I'm, and I'm empathic. And so I get a sense of acceptance and feeling and the most absurd emotion of awe. And so I am quick to remind everybody, do not elevate me, okay? I am not perfect. I do not live a perfect and charmed life. I live a life that is filled with daily struggles that mm -hmm. start at my noggin and emanate through whatever else. And it's something where it's like, you know, I may know better, but I don't always do better. Yeah. And I've come to forgive myself for that because it's like, you know, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I can't walk a razor's edge and live that life. And if I don't happen, I mean, if I happen to miss a step and I fall off the razor's edge and where am I then? Hell yeah. of my own making. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, when I got the information, see, most of it's a lack of information. The reason we fall backwards is neural pathways. It's the way our brain is made. Yeah. For centuries, we've had no education on any of this. So all DNA is, is is emotion that's passed down. That's it. So if your family has a history of firing a certain emotion, call it an addiction, that's all it is. Sure. Well, do you think I'm going to break thousands of years of my family lineage firing this emotion in my lifetime, give me a break. Now I'm going to try and improve on it, mm -hmm. but it's going to take many generations because when you learn how myelin and all these different things work, it, it's going to take a while for a shift. And so I can accept that in myself, that I don't have to be perfect, but at least I now have the tools to know when I'm getting out of whack, yep. exactly what's going on and what I see for almost everybody out there is they don't have the, they don't even have to know the first place to look or what I hear people on radio, TV, social media, the prescription out there <sighs> for how to fix things mm -hmm. is way off. Yeah. It's not even close. No. And that, that I find criminal of this information. It's not like I, I mean, some of it I picked up because of my own life story, my own intuition, but most of it is out there. And I was going to say, you didn't invent it, but you put it together <clears throat> in such a way and collated it and present it yeah. so that it is relatable, digestible, understandable. And I mean, for me, it's something where when I find myself going, hmm, or nodding, it's like, I, it's funny, I can observe myself and I know when I'm connecting with something. Yeah. And so it's like, oh yeah, okay, I got this. this and, and that's what I've gotten from your book. What inspired you to, to 
to write this? Because I was suicidal about three years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting there trying to figure out how to write a suicide note. And because I knew too much psychology, everything I came up with to write to my kids, I'm like, that's BS. That's manipulative. That's I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't come up with a way to describe how much pain I was in that wasn't BS. And so then I, I was sitting there. I'm like, well, you have no other choice. Because ever since find, I was 10 years old and I found my mom passed out naked on the toilet. She's an alcoholic. And that sent me spiraling all my life. And I'd always known because of my ability to feel, I'm like, you've got to let go. And because the way I learned to survive the coping skill, which gives me my gift, is I can walk in a room and see and feel what's going on with everybody. It's hypervigilance is what it's called. And so it, it kept me safe as a kid yep. to know I could literally, by the way my dad's foot hit the floor when he woke up, I knew what kind of day it was going to be from him. So I became that attuned. But being that attuned and that controlling with it was killing me. And so I knew I got to let go. Yeah. So I, I went to bed that night. I'm like, tomorrow you're going to have to wake up and not know what to do. That I won't, there was a process to that. But that it, it, as I started coming out of it, I sat down and I went, okay, what are you going to do? And, and so I wrote down, I want to come up with a, a way to transform society that nobody has come up with. And I think the two things that I do that I haven't seen other people do is one, I call it what it is. Stress is fear. It's not stress. Right. It's fear. So I call things what they are because most people in this field, they don't want to use emotional words. I use them. That's the first thing. And the other thing is, is I hear people say, well, you need to be self-aware. Well, I define it and I show you. Or they say you need to believe, but they don't tell you how to believe. And I do that. So those were a couple of things that I kept seeing. There were other things, too. There are several areas in this field that I saw not I felt not getting addressed appropriately. And and I went, I'm going to go right at it because nobody will. And that's what I decided to do is I'm going to everyone wants to dance around it. I'm not going to. How'd you come up with the title? You know, it took us a while, and as um, we came up with some pretty funny ones originally that I really <laughs> wanted to use, but I won't say them on the air. Oh, come on. It, it was, we're, not, we're not under any FCC it, rules or regs, so I mean. Can I, can I say the F word? Yeah. One of them was, if you're fucked, this is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, that's so perfect. Um, yep. Because we all are. <laughs> and so, but anyway, as, as, as I thought about the book and, and the success too, the true meaning of success, it comes from a word, suchetere. It's something we never arrive at. It, the definition is we come close after. That's the true definition of success. Now, in America, in English language, we've turned it into the accumulation of things. And that's not success. The true meaning isn't. It's a journey. It's a process. And, and, and my journey of finding all this. And so the other thing is the success model that's taught out there is let's come for a weekend and your life is going to be changed. Well, it doesn't happen. Change doesn't happen in a weekend. I'd never tell anyone don't go to some. They're incredible speakers and incredibly gifted people with tons of information. But you're not going to change your life in a three-day power-packed weekend with somebody. And it's a it's a journey. 
because of how the brain works, the body works, all this stuff. And again, I wanted to be authentic to it versus trying to create a sales pitch. Win sounds, now. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, it's like, I, it's just, it's not truth. And it, it's not how it works. It's not backed by science and what we know as of right now. And if, the, if those worked, we'd all be a success. And, and I wanted to, I, I felt there was a gap in the success books and I tried to fill that gap. Very cool. I, li- I, I, I like the idea of a journey because um, it's something where I know for me there have been times when, uh, you know, in my life in recovery, yeah. I get to a point where I'm at a plateau and I perceive myself momentarily um, having arrived. Yeah. <laughs> and then I turn yeah. to my left and I look at this mountain that's in front of me as my next challenge because it's a journey. Yeah. There is, there is no arrival. No. And, uh, and, and so, I mean, I was, you know, I was instantly taken by the title because it's like, oh, yeah, because that's me too. Yeah. Because then the, the subtitle is how to accept the answers you discover along the way because the one thing about my book is it's going to challenge you to evaluate who you are in a way I haven't seen other books do. It's, um, yeah, I mean, and that process um, condensed into 165 pages. Yeah. That's yeah. like, I mean, it's a powerful 165 pages. Yeah, and it's, it, I, it, it, I would have liked it at 1,000 to put in everything I'd like to get across. But we're going to, the, the seminar series we're putting together with the workbook will get the rest of the detail, but this, this is honestly, this is a book that will take 10 to 15 years to process Sure, for most people. It will. Yep. It, it just, because it will challenge so many parts of you that there are parts of your brain, the way we are in denial and things, people just won't be able to see it because of how neural pathways and things work. Yep. It, it's, it's a long, it's a long time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's layers and, and, and more layers. But easy to read. Actually, it is it is a speed read, yeah. and it's fun, um, and it's it's engaging because it's stories. Yeah, and I'm not going to give too much away because the spoiler yeah. alert stuff. It's like, yeah. yeah, I don't need to tell the story because yeah. even the science part, I turned and I, I turned to metaphor. I, I tried not to get. I gave you references for junkies like me, uh-huh. but I didn't put all that in. So tell me, um, tell me about. Trauma. Talk to me about. Tra- talk to me about trauma. But when we uh, we're going to take a break first. Okay. And uh, and we'll come back and we'll talk about trauma, and uh, and just stick around for a couple of minutes. It'll be a fast two minutes, and then Kenny will be back with us. Sounds Thanks. Good. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. 
If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. You know what? I love making mistakes and, uh, and feeling that warmth of making that mistake in my body and thinking, oh, my gosh, I am a worthless piece of turd. <laughs> and then I just think to myself, I was like, yeah, you know what, though? That's life. And what am I going to do about it? I've got to forgive it. And so I just get to move on. That's, that's my journey. Um, before the break, um, we, uh, we were beginning to talk about trauma. So talk to me about trauma, yeah. your experience with it, and, uh, and where it's led you. Well, we've all suffered it. Um, but most people think they haven't. Um, that's part of the denial process of how we survive the trauma. Um, even, you know, we'd all recognize abu- typical abuse stuff, but simple things like I was reaching into the refrigerator to get cottage cheese as a kid. My mom's like, no, 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 that's for the dogs. Well, she just meant that she hi- she would use it to hide the dog's pills for, you know, when they'd get sick. Well, what I heard was I'm beneath the dogs. Uh-huh. And so trauma... When trauma happens to it, so my point in bringing that story up is showing up late for your kids, sarcastic comments, saying even something like, oh, my God, you guys are driving me crazy. That sends the message to the child that they have more power than you. That frightens the hell out of them because we're supposed to be the ones that keep them safe. So, one, nobody really understands what induces trauma to kids. Okay, so we've all suffered it now because of that trauma, all of us lose our inherent power, our inherent self, and we create false adaptations. One of my false adaptations was I'm an athlete. I played pro hockey and pro golf, didn't realize both were killing me. But so but we all do that. So that's the that's where why trauma is the first stage of the cycle I talk about, because it's the separation from who we were all born to be and keeps us from our greatness and our success. And so it, we have to start there and see how that has led us on this journey that's kept us from our greatness. Yeah, that makes, that makes uh, remarkable sense. Um, 
the power of denial is um, is interstellar. It is so big. Um, I think it's the single greatest killer on the planet today. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, without a doubt. I watched it kill my dad. Um, I watch it in the political parties. I love this. I mean, I'm an equal opportunity denial confronter. <laughs> <If you're, laughs> I love Republicans. They're like, oh, my God, those mamby-pamby snowflake Democrats, that, you know. And Well, <laughs> what are they doing? They're using pure emotion to describe emotional people. and throw it. They're talking about themselves and their own rejection of their emotional side. Yeah. Well, what about Democrats? Oh, those selfish Republicans, all they care about is money and they, well, what's their platform? They're going to take your money and show and spend it the way they want. So they're always judgment, blame, criticism, all of it. The beauty of it is when, when here's, if you're in business and you hear anybody at a dinner party, judging, blaming, criticizing, you have just found out what one, what they think about themselves two the greatest area where they dislike themselves. And so you have just learned valuable. If you're in sales, oh, my God, you've just learned everything about them as far as how to approach them and everything. So but do we know that? No. no. So like when I teach sales training, it's not the typical how to manipulate somebody into buying. It's like truth, like literally in one sentence out of somebody's mouth just about their day, you know everything about them when you learn how to listen for emotional things like this. So it's completely different. So you touch on emotions yeah. and you talk about feelings and you've mentioned thoughts. Talk to us a little bit about the difference between thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Thoughts, especially as we get older, are just a byproduct of what we feel. And yet most in this field, they're like, change your thoughts. Well, but thoughts don't drive behavior. All of us, I guarantee everyone sitting in listening and is going, has had the experience in the last week of don't do that, don't do that, or I need to go do this, I need to go do this. That's your thought. But what's happening? The feeling's going, I don't feel like it. Yeah. That, and you make that choice based on that feeling. And so everyone says, oh, think positive. Well, I played pro sports. I sat there before every damn game going, come on, you can do this. But I didn't feel like it. Now, when I killed it, I didn't have to think. I just felt it. Like even there, I just got chills of certain games coming up. You know? Yeah. Uh, so the key to belief, everyone throws that word around. The key to belief is when your feelings match your thoughts. That's when you have belief. I had read a whole book, on, whole book on belief and he never once defined how to create it. It was story after story of just saying, believe in yourself and how people woke up one day, but he never defined what happened to them was their feelings shifted. Well, I teach a process on how to shift your feelings so that they match your thoughts and you create the neurochemical neural chemical condition within your body to then live in that best day because we're all stuck in our worst day. So the feelings, beliefs, generate thoughts, but we cover over the beliefs with our thoughts. Mm -hmm. So there's a camouflage going on yeah. that unless we are willing to acknowledge certain things, we remain stuck. Yeah. I love how you just said that. We use thought to cover the feeling. 
I had a conversation with uh, a gentleman. This was, this was many, many years ago. And it was, I was very early in recovery. Yeah. And he and I were talking about a number of different things. And I was just spouting off. And I was using the C word. No, not that one. <laughs> I was using the word can't. Yeah. C-A-N apostrophe T. I can't do this. I can't do that. <laughs> and, and this guy is, is wise mm-hmm. beyond his years. Um, and, uh, and I hear a chuckle on the other end of the phone, and I'm thinking, it's like, oh, shit, now what? <laughs> and he says three words, can't or won't. Mm-hmm. And it was a lightning bolt. It was, I mean, the fact that it was 18 years ago, and I remember it verbatim today, I mean, it was obviously impactful. Yeah. And in that instant, I realized that I never couldn't but I was constantly unwilling. And in that moment of recognition, my willingness shifted and it literally changed the quality of my entire life. I have been willing for the most part to look at myself every single day and experience the pain and go through it and come out on the other side feeling cleaner and lighter and happier and more joyful. And you know what? I'm even willing to admit when I'm unwilling which paradoxically is, is, is free because yeah. it says I'm willing, even though I'm saying I'm yeah. unwilling. That, <laughs> what he did is he confronted your, well, your self-victimization. Can't is a self-victimization. Totally. It gives us our power back that we lost in the original trauma. Totally. That's why we self-victimize. Everybody, if there's a problem in your life right now, you've chosen it. Yep. Because it gives you power. There's a, there's a, there's and, a statement. Yeah. No victims, only volunteers. Yeah. So Raise we, your we, hand. We set, up, we set it up to get our power back. And so what he did was confront your denial. Yes, And got he you did. to see that you were choosing to victimize yourself. And in that moment, you saw you. You saw your darkness and went, do I want this part to be dark or light? And you chose light. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and it, it was, in fact, monumentally life-changing. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about uh, your journey to success, and, uh, and I love the stories. Um, but I think it's something where at this point I want to take a moment so that you can have an opportunity to talk to the person who's listening, um, share with them where they can find you online, sure. um, you know, and give them everything. You know, yeah. LinkedIn, All right. Facebook. LinkedIn, it's just <laughs> Kenny Weiss. My, the way you spell my last name is W-E-I-S-S, as in Sam. People think I say an F all the time. So <laughs> Me too. S, W-E-I-S-S. <laughs> and so you can Facebook, LinkedIn. I just started a meetup group if you're here in Arizona for 8 to 10 a.m., Every Thursday at Seattle Espresso on Warner and McClintock. Cool. And that's free. Just come by, talk about the book or anything in your life, whatever. Um, also, let's see, Instagram, it's Kenny Weiss Coach. The website is www.coachkennyweiss.com. Uh, let's see, I also have a YouTube channel, um, and that's you just type in Kenny Weiss or Kenny Weiss Life Coach, and I come up. Um, gosh, what am I forgetting? Uh, I think that's it. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, website, Twitter, YouTube. I don't do Twitter. 
Um, it's a victim channel <laughs> and I'm too long winded to me, to me to fit in what 140 care. That's a tough one for me. So, um, you know, I'm too full of myself for Twitter. Um, and, um, I love it. Yeah. So that's a tough one, but, uh, yeah, I think that's it. And then, and then my book is available in audio, um, Kindle and paperback on Amazon, anything online, you'll find it. That's great. Before we, uh, uh, before we end the show, and we're not ending it right now, um, because, but we are going to go to break, um, we'll give you an opportunity to share some of that, sure. uh, share that again. Um, we are going to take a break, however, right now and come back. And when we come back, um, just a couple more items, maybe one or two, we'll see, at least for this installment of, uh, of our conversation. You know, I think that we're either going to have Kenny talk a little bit about his ultimate purpose, um, or it's something where we may have him talk a little bit bit about fear of failure or fear of success. We'll be back in two minutes. I'm counting on you being here too. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800 300 9124. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein, my guest this week and uh, actually several weeks coming, Kenny Weiss, speaker, coach, author. And we've been talking about your journey to success, and we've covered, um, we've covered actually a very small portion of yeah. the book. There is just an astronomical amount of stuff 
left to talk about, and we're clearly not going to finish covering it today. So I think, um, you know, in in taking a look at my notes and in the path that I want to take with this, um, I'm going to have a shift gears a little bit, and um, instead of trying to cover two subjects uh, or two topics, um, and like super superficially, let's talk a little bit about the fear of failure or the fear of success. Yeah. So share a little bit about on that. I, f- nobody's ever been afraid to fail. It's not possible. I, I said it for years. I hear everybody, everybody say it, but it's not possible. Every single one of us has laid in bed and known exactly what we need to do in our personal or professional life. We lay there like we were saying kind of in the last segment of, I know what to need to do, but I just don't feel like it. In that moment, we've chosen failure. We've accepted it. We are perfectly comfortable with it. What we're afraid of is success. And here's why. Because of how our brain works, our brain doesn't know right from wrong. It knows known versus unknown. So I talk about in the book the cycle of how our brain seeks out failure because it knows it. That's why the domestic abuse survivor, we all sit there, leave, leave. Even they say, I logically remember thought. They logically think I need to leave. But the feeling the way our brain works, the mere suggestion of anything new. I know when I speak, most of the audience can't hear me because they go into white hot fear. The way our brain works, every bit of information we take in, if we don't know it, triggers our amygdala that stops our ability to think. We are in pure feeling mode, all right? So then our brain and body chooses what it knows. Since we've never been shown or taught how to succeed and how to fire the chemical reaction that creates the feeling of a best day, we repeat that worst day over and over. That's why we're afraid of success, not failure, because our brain and body has no emotional marker for what success looks like and to prove it. How many times after you've done anything in your life where you succeeded, what did you do? You went out and got drunk, had (laughs) sex, you did something (laughs) to disconnect, to destroy that process because you couldn't handle the success. You went right back to failure and took your whole brain and body state right back to what it knows. You are not afraid to fail. You love it. We, and it's not because you're bad. It's because your brain and body has not fired that chemical reaction that allows us to live in that best day. Because it's, it's the familiarity of failure. Exactly. And the trauma and the self-victimization. It's all this, the whole cycle, and I walk you through all of it. It's all we know. (sighs) Sometimes self-examination sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at the very least, it's exhausting. Yes. Um, And it's... (laughs) It sucks. At the beginning, it does. Because you realize, wow, wow. Well, and we don't have time to get into it, but there's a reason we think it sucks because what we're having to confront is the false self that we had to create to survive the trauma. Yeah. And that's all we know. So literally it feels like a death of us. That's why we don't change because we literally feel like we're dying inside and we go, screw that. I don't. And because our brain and body doesn't know what's on the other side, we fear it. But that's our gift is right on the other side of that. And I can tell you, from personal experience, getting a taste of lightness yeah. is the best yeah. thing, the best feeling ever. Yeah. And I mean, 
I'm not going to say it's better than sex because qualitatively <laughs> it's, it's different, <clears throat> um, but there is an ecstasy to it yeah. that is unrivaled. Yeah. And there's a peace to it and a contentment. And, um, and in our fellowship, it's something where um, contentment is vastly underrated. Rather remarkably, but certainly not unbelievably, because it's actually happening, we are cruising toward the end of our show. Yeah. And I promised that you would have an opportunity to, uh, to give you know, the last minute or so um, quickly again of sure. where people can, can reach you, find you, and, and find out about the book. Thank you for that. Its uh, website is www.coachkennyweiss.com. That's W-E-I-S is the last name. Um, LinkedIn, Kenny Weiss. Uh, YouTube, Kenny Weiss, Instagram, Kenny Weiss Coach. The book is on Amazon, Your Journey to Success in all three forms. My phone number is 480-729-3270. I accept people write me on Facebook with questions. I do videos on my – you can reach me in any way, email, whatever I do. Every, oh, and the other thing is the meetup group here in Phoenix, uh, Thursday morning, every Thursday, 8 to 10 a.m., uh, it's called Coffee with Kenny. Just pull it up on Meetup um, and come talk. You know, if I can help in any way, let me know. That's great. And um, thank you for the first installment. And we've, yeah. got, we've got more installments to come. I don't know that it's going to be next week, but it will be coming. And obviously, it'll be promoted. Thank Appreciate you. the time today. Thank you for listening to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Have a great day and a great rest of your week. And we'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.